Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and BK Johnson. Hey, welcome back to Sexy Time. Woo, welcome back. It is a sexy time whenever we're, well, I was going to say whenever you're around, but I wanted to include myself. (laughs) (laughs) And you should. And you should include yourself if you're listening to this as well. It is always sexy with our live stream here and also all of our podcast listeners. Still still repping strong in the Philippines and USA. But tell a friend. I'm sure you have international friends. We we do get some from other places like Great Britain and other places. But uh, Britain. Great Britain and uh, Australia. I think there's a couple ones there too. We got good humans, man. Let me tell you. We're international, baby. If you want to check us out, YouTube.com forward slash Sexy Time Podcast. Or if you want to support us as well, we have some sexy things on our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Sexy Time Podcast. But we appreciate you listening. Lurking, sharing with a friend, or anyone you think might need a little licking with a friend. Time. I mean, lurking with a friend. Mm. So, sorry. Okay. Do you lick while you lurk? I think we should make a. I should. We should make a remake of the oh. Seven Dwarves. Of Could you please lick add while that? You lurk. that is, <laughs> Could you please <laughs> add that to our future, <laughs> our future um, stream topics? I would appreciate okay, that. Thank sure. you. Licking yes. while you lurk. There we go. That was that was well done, I think. Yeah. Licking while you lurk. Licking, hmm. licking while you lurk. Yes. I, I think we just created something beautiful again. Anyway, what say you, chat Hello. and listeners? Hello. <laughs> do you what do you do while you Hello. lurk? That's a good question. <gasps> We've got to make a poll today. We usually do. <gasps> oh. We are totally inconsistent. <laughs> So for those of you joining us on the podcast, um, yeah, we were supposed to be doing a theme, as you may have noticed, this Mm -hmm. week. And what's funny is last week we had decided that our theme would be consistency, but apparently we forgot. So (laughs) uh, we have decided to make this week a regular old Q&A and be inconsistent. Hello. Mm -hmm. Uh, And next week we will be more consistent for you. The good news is that uh, I had a funny little work uh, fluke happen mm. where by it looked like my hours were going to get totally foobarred. Um, if you don't know what that means, it's a fun Google. Um, I thought my hours gonna, were going to get totally foobarred uh, for next month and that we were going to have to switch the show around. But no, in fact, for those of you who like to tune into our live stream, it will still be on Thirsty Thursdays. Same old lovely time we've been doing all summer, 7.30 Eastern time, uh, 4.30 Pacific and 11.30 UTC. I can I can do all those time zones, I swear. <laughs> it's all, uh, that's great. I know the time zones are tough and I'm in Japan, so I'm not going to mention that one. JST, we got JST on you, and you're at. Let me guess. Wait, 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 wait. Is it seven o five a.m. right now? No, no, it's actually nine o five because it's daylight oh, savings. Oh, I went backwards. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm backwards. But daylight savings gives it. Yeah, daylight savings still affects because Japan doesn't do daylight savings where a lot of other places do. So then it switches a lot, and then. Oh. But, but yeah, right now we're starting at 8:30 in the morning. But when we when the daylight savings come, it'll switch it up again. So that's why we just say, you know what, Eastern 7:30 p.m. <laughs> yeah, even Thursday, even when Thursdays I moved. Right now. Yeah, we just keep it Eastern Pacific and UTC. Um, anyway. This we're, is, we're vamping a little bit here. today. Yeah, we're yeah. really vamping a little bit today. But um, the good news is we thought we were going to be inconsistent. But actually, we're going to be consistent all summer, yeah. except for the fact that we have now switched to a regular Q&A. <laughs> we're so next week, we're going to talk about consistency because apparently we need a lesson. And uh, maybe some of you do, too. So mm. that'll be fun. But for now, we're on our regular Q&A. For those of you who listen to this podcast, no changes are necessary. You get to keep it on Sexy Saturday every single week. We are so happy that we are still coming to you and that you are still coming with us. I mean, um, that you are still joining us for our podcast. Coming to If us. you're coming with us, that's fine with us, too. Whether you're coming to us or with us, it's fine either way. Thank you for being here. I. It's This sort of I reminds me of um, Robin Williams and the great movie Dead Poets Society. Mm. He used to say, I don't care if you're laughing. What well, was something like, uh, basically he said something like, um, it doesn't matter Like as long, if you're laughing near me, as long as you're laughing. Like if you're laughing at me or mm. you're laughing near me, it doesn't matter as long as you're laughing. Oh, I love it. Something like that. Maybe I'm screwing up the quote, but I enjoyed that. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing near you. That's actually what Ooh, it said. I know what I'll do. I'll pull a random poll that I just, I just looked up sex poll online. Just gonna do that okay and then put it in the okay. chat you know what you want to hear what comes up here no no oh. I'd, I'd like to see it see it okay all right let me mm. let me put and it if, in here if you're first. listening to this and you would like to see things first you can join us as always at youtube.com slash sexy time podcast and if you're listening to that other sexy time podcast we support you you listen to as many sexy podcasts as you want to just don't forget to come to us let's see this is the first poll that came up. I should give the other Sexy Time podcast a listen. I'm, I'm curious. A couple girls, I think. Hello. Oh, it doesn't really fit. It's going to be a little wonky, but it's it's a little bit too long for our, for YouTube poll. But here we go. This is the YouTube poll that... Sh I mean, not YouTube. Uh, the first poll I, that came up on Google. When a guy carries a condom on a date. What do you think? Oh, we should have talked about this one because I have a much better option. Oh, okay. I was just grabbing the first thing that came up. When a guy carries a condom on a date, I'll tell you what I think. Oh. I think, good, I'm not leaving. Yep. It says he's because prepared. if a guy nice doesn't one. if a guy doesn't carry a condom on a date, um, guess what? He's not getting any from me. Just saying. Just saying. I should have put the fourth option because it allows you, but it wasn't on the poll. The fourth option is all of the above. <laughs> no way. I'm adding a fourth option. Can I edit this poll? Oh, edit it. No. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rude. Oh, you it can't edit let it? Me. I'm sorry. Nope. Rude. That's what you get when you just randomly Google something. Oh. <laughs> Low quality. Rude. Do you want to switch next it? Time. I don't mind. No, next time we just got. Oh, I'm sorry. Well... We were just pulling a random one that came up, so. That is know. definitely none of my thoughts ever. Those are, those are, uh, 
he's prepared nice don't, one. Don't shift the pole. One of the don't options. shift the pole. The other one is he's expecting sex. The other one is he must have sex with lots of people. Mm. You know, those are those are judgments. We don't exactly. have judgments here. Well, that's what you get when you do polls by looking on Google because people Blech. people like looking at judgment. And also, it's kind of a bit of a trap. That's what I mean. It's like don't shift the poll. They're gonna they're gonna we'll see how many people are in their judge versus sage mode right now. Yeah, mm. well, I've shifted the poll. Too bad. Too bad. Uh, I have. <laughs> I love you know, your I'm gonna make, the best. I'm going to make a wonderful shift right now. You ready for our first question? Because it's Let's a doozy. Do it. It's really great. Mm-hmm. All right. I am so happy whenever the nail manicurist massages my feet. She completely turns me on every single time. And I really want my man to kiss and lick my feet. But I don't think he's actually into feet. He would probably do it to please me, but then I might just feel silly. I thought that it was only men who liked feet. What should I do? What was the part right before that? Before what should I do? He was into, wait, I, huh? He would probably do it to please me, but oh, then I would just feel silly. You'd probably do it to please me, then I just feel silly. Oh. And then she says, I think I that only men part. like feet. Yeah. Only men like feet. Wait, wait. She so, thinks she's got it in her head that only men like feet. Being played and with? She, or? That's right. Oh, wow. Okay. That's right. And she really oh. wants her feet sucked and licked. Her toes. Mm, I love this they question. Toes, her I love feet. the. I love how. I want was... my my men to kiss and lick them. Is what yeah. she says. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, this is a perfect lesson in self care and self love and knowing yourself and actually finding out. I mean, like you already know. You're, that's thank you for the question. You know that what you want to try and what you like, and what you want to broach with your partner. The the lacking here is not. Um, is not in like a technique of like, how do I ask or how do I do this? The lacking is actually loving yourself enough to know that you you want to broach that and and make the assumptions are getting in your way of like, oh, aren't all, you know, like men are like this or my, my partner's definitely like this instead of actually giving them the chance to show what they really are as well. Let's see how much they know themselves of how much they may be interested in that too. They may not, they may, they may would be like, oh, I'm curious. And I really wouldn't normally do it because I haven't broached the topic with it with anyone yet. But I really like you and like being with you. So let's try and do this adventure together. It could be any of those possibilities. So my main my main advice would be to work on loving yourself more and and be in that moment uh, and and look on the positive side of it instead of the fear. You know, get out of the fear mode of like, oh, what if he does this? Oh, aren't guys like that? Oh, aren't isn't my partner like that? Um, get out of the fear of those or the anxiety or the assumptions of all that. And uh, when you do broach this topic, try to make it uniquely you or at least maybe light and fun and playful, adventurous, exploratory, positive things. And I think you will be fine. And, and in the end, um, you'll get to know if that's true, that your partner really is against feet or not. Um, he may or may not. Who knows? But from what you're saying, it sounds like he probably isn't. <laughs> if I had to just get, take a guess, if my wife came up to me and said, I need more feet play. And in fact, we do give uh, foot massages quite often, full body massages, but feet included. 
And uh, yeah, if she was like, oh, you know what? I want to focus more on the feet and, and also sex play as well. Be like, oh, Geronimo. So yeah. Or Mazel Tov <laughs> or Cheers. Anything you want to say, Kampai. Uh, but anyway, that's my advice. Uh, be positive about who you are, what you're interested in, and enjoy that mystery of life with your partner. Uh, toes are the best. Um, I love this question. Toes are the best. So, you know, what's funny though, is like, it's just like going to get your feet manicured, pedicured in this case. Um, you know, some people are really, really sensitive, right? And can't handle getting their feet pedicured. Uh, and some people really, really love it. So, Here's what I suggest. First of all, does your does your husband, your man, you don't say husband, your man, does your man like pedicures? If your man likes pedicures, I'm going to recommend that you go and have a pedicure date together. Go get pedicures and come back and then suck his toes wildly and ask him to return the favor. Mm. Um, assuming he likes pedicures mm. if he does not or he's closed-minded to the idea entirely and won't go with you on a pedicure date um tell him how much you really like it and tell him that you'd really like it if he would go down on your feet make out with your feet and tell him that you are going to make your feet so beautiful for him and make sure that you clean every ounce of it so that there's no like he's not nervous about squickiness of feet because feet can be a thing for people. As long as he doesn't have those, you know, squirmy feelings about feet, you should be good to go. Mm. And frankly, I think if you surprise him. Um, which is tricky because, you know, you have to make sure his feet are clean. <laughs> but if you surprise him in, and and suck on his toes a little bit, he might, might, he might just realize how fun it is and want to return the favor. Uh, just my thought, toes are really fun unless you're super squirmy. Um, but, yeah, don't get kicked in the head. Don't kick him in the head and have a really good time. Super squirmy is a good term. I like that. Super squirmy. We were talking about before about pescatarians squirmy, and being squirmy. pesky. Mm, squirmy, yeah, yeah. pesky, these are very, I won't mind calling either. Have fun, I enjoy, I hope it goes well, and, and I love that suggestion. I was, I was digging it if, if, yeah, if, uh, if it was, and it, it was, it was, uh, it was, that's really playful and fun. Instead of just going directly to it, that's easy to be fearful, but it's like all pedicure and then show, show them what it's like too. <laughs> it's like, I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> so that's cool. Awesome. All right. Amazing. Um, would you like me to whip out another question? Because I do have several. Oh, yes. Or do you want to do the next one? I know. Yeah, I, I, I'm catch out of the bag. Alice is amazing and I'm inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to grab the next one. We got, I've got a couple. Oh, wait, I want to reopen that so I can. Okay. Uh, I'm happy to grab the next one and it's got a very different tone. So okay. if you're ready for this, I'm ready. I am a 44 year old woman and my husband, a 55 year old male has just changed where he is getting paid. 
We've been together for over 20 years and married for over 15. I've always made most of the money and we've always put all of our money together into one account. For the past couple of years, my husband, for the first time, has occasionally started earning a little more to me because of his overtime. I found out today that he had changed the bank to which his wages are being paid. Now his wages are being paid into a personal account. I knew about this account, but it never had anything in it before. And now he's moving his wages from his personal account into our joint account, but it looks like he kept about $1,000 for himself last month. Since Christmas, we've also been going through counseling hmm. to work through whether or not I want to stay and make our marriage work because my husband seems no longer interested in me. I feel betrayed and I don't know what to do. Hmm. What's that last part? Why does he think the husband's not interested? What was that? She doesn't say this, but she says that they've been going to counseling since Christmas. Yeah. Because she doesn't know whether she wants to stay and make the marriage work because oh. her husband doesn't seem as interested in her anymore. Oh, and it doesn't say like why. Yeah, it's it's, it's nope. in it. Yeah, it, okay. Because I was like, they that, leave was a, that, out. that was a quick jump. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. It is a quick jump. She's not an author. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. It's just. Uh, I'm that, assuming. I was I'm assuming. What is causing those those things? Because it, it's like I think that's the question in the beginning is uh is trying to think that it must be the money. <laughs> and it must be the finances or I'm not sure because it sounds like in the beginning I was thinking that was where the question was leading and then the very end well, no so they were already in counseling oh, exactly because she feels that he's no longer interested in her and now he's hiding money on her yeah 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 okay then yeah kind in of that, hiding in that, in that hiding mindset. in plain sight it and, sounds like and when I say this it's that usually Thank you for the question, oh, by the way, because yeah. the reason I'm analyzing it this way is that usually the question, the questions come with the thing that you think is the main problem, right? And and like the cause, obviously the the problem is that he's not interested, like that, like you said at the very end. But usually the things leading up to it are the things that are that you think are either important or signs of of the problem, right? The main ones that you're concerned with, and and that's why I'm like all. It's hard to to really wonder if it is those things or not, because it was, I, we, and maybe it's a really big thing you didn't want to say in the question. That's perfectly fine, but I would say that you know from the question I was I was I was thinking it was going somewhere else because it was all about hiding and, and money and, and stuff like that, where that that can get it you know that can be a sticky issue there's a reason why they're saying like money is the root of all evil and people like try to look at the money and stuff and finances first before looking at the underlying thing and that's this is my main advice is look to that obviously there's a, a lack of trust and understanding and caring and you're already doing therapy to try to find that and and amend that issue and it's leaking out in different things like the money like these things that you're looking at and but the real issue is that lack of communication, understanding, and trust that is coming out in different ways, like the finances. And it's a big trick to look at the finances and say, aha, that's what's going on. And that's where it is, instead of actually looking at the real root, 
which is understanding, communication, and trust and actually interest or whatever those things are, right? So I would my first advice is be very careful of looking for those points to prove how much he isn't into you or how much he's doing these things and look to the root of why that's happening um, and, and bring that to your therapist and him maybe, you know, because again, I don't know the details because the, the question kind of threw me for a loop where I was thinking it was going to be about money and stuff like that, <laughs> where it's like, wait a second, is this, this is all about not having trust, understanding, communicating with your partner. So that would be my first advice is, is look to that and see what you can find out about why that's happening and if you still want to continue because um, it's interesting you stuck it out for 15 years and actually I'm, I just recently had my 15 year anniversary. So <laughs> I was like, oh, same time as me. Um, and I think at least for mine, and it might not be the same, uh, but I can see how it's very simple to get in the, the routine, right? And, and just accept those things as that's what it's going to be like that forever. But if you take a step back, usually you'll see that you're both human beings and there's all these little changes and sometimes changes we're ashamed of um, or we're scared of actually sharing that with other people because of that shame and whatnot, even your, your spouse. So one, don't, don't relish in the fear again because that's natural for everybody. Again, take it from someone who's been married for 15 years as well. Um, and two, you have to be honest with each other. And that's why therapy is a great place to do that a little bit safely instead of actually, if you're not comfortable doing it with just your husband and there's other issues you need to get that someone to listen as well, that's perfect. But I would focus on um, trying to look for that. Uh, and it may, may be good, may be bad. No one wants anyone to get a divorce and have problems, but uh, that's the best I can do with the information I have. What do you think, Alice? Yeah, you know, um, my first thought is it sounds like you've got a foot out the door. Um, it sounds like you are considering leaving, um, at least from what you've told us uh, in therapy. You're not sure if you want to stay with him because you feel like he's not interested. Um, if I were in a relationship with somebody who was making most of the money, um, for a very, very long time, and then suddenly it seemed like they were considering pulling the plug on our relationship, I would start swirling away some money. Um, I mean, it's just kind of logical. So I look, it might be nothing. It might just be like, something feels dull to you. And so he's like, I don't know how to save this. I'm doing the best that I can, but if she leaves, I need to save some money. I need to make sure I'm okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know what your laws are in your state. Some states or some parts of the world, you know, like have I, alimony. You did say and that some parts of the world, she did they say don't. She usually is the one, the big money maker and that's shifting. She so used I think she's to be, very and then it's starting to shift to a little. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I hope she'd be okay with that information, you know, where it's like, she can, yeah, it. it'll so, be a huge rocking thing if it's, you know, if it doesn't work out and you have to be on your own, of course, but you might take a break from work, but yeah. But yeah. I just, maybe he's saving a little money away for himself because he's nervous mm -hmm. that you might leave. Um, or you know, like who, who knows, but you have to talk to him about it. You can't be afraid to talk to him about it. You can't be afraid to talk to him about anything. If you're thinking about walking the plank at this point, mm -hmm. 
you have nothing to lose. So go ahead in and talk to him about all your fears, all your concerns, all your worries, and more importantly, all the things that you love about him, all the things that you used to love about him. Throw it all on the table because this is your this is your chance to either save or let go of a lifelong relationship. So put it all on the table because you don't want to walk out or have him walk out and feel like you didn't get to say it all. Mm -hmm. Feel like you regretted walking away or doubting him when there was nothing to doubt. You know, I love our live stream folks because um, we've got a lot of people here in the live stream saying like, oh, maybe he's cheating. I think he's up to something. You know, maybe she overspends or doesn't know how to manage money. We have no idea, right? Mm -hmm. Like we don't actually know what the root of this situation is. And I understand why you feel betrayed. I do a hundred percent. But if you already knew that this account existed, mm. it's not like he's completely hiding it from you. And if he's transferring from that account to your regular account, he's really not hiding from you because that's pretty obvious. Anybody could catch that who's paying attention. Mm. Right. So maybe he's trying to get you to ask about it. Maybe he wants you to engage in a dialogue about this so that you guys can engage in communication that he can he can control in a way. I don't know. And neither do you. And neither, well, maybe he does a little, but like you guys are not gonna get through this without real communication. If you've already enlisted a therapist, you've got an ally to help you through it. Hopefully it's a great therapist and you trust her and you feel like you can really bring everything out. But like I just want to encourage you, you know, lay it all out on the table. Let him know how you really feel. And don't forget to listen. Because as much as you're talking, as much as you're sharing, as much as you're gushing about how much you love him or you miss him or you are distrusting him or whatever you want to share, you know, you got to give him the chance to share too. You got to give him the chance to tell you and right now he's telling you something through electronic transactions <laughs> so take that lead and start the conversation that you know you need to have thank you so much for bringing this question such, i love you. it bringing balance in the force like you have to go dance between those two things because one of the greatest things alice introduced me to is positive intelligence and i think oh, a, a lot you. of things is like judgment right and it, it comes out in different ways there's three main there's three main types like you know judging of others judging yourself and judging of the circumstances and situation and i see and, and we we kind of have to get it out we all have that judge and and i think that's what's coming out in in a lot of in a lot of the things coming here with the questions and you and that's what therapy sometimes is for where you have we have these fears of our own judge so then we have the judge where we want to say these things and it, it borderlines on like assuming right like oh i know that this is I, like like chat was a perfect example he must be cheating that's an example of a judgment based on without any information on if that's actually happening or not. And and and, it, and you can do that, be very careful with that, because then you d don't don't jump to the assumptions. But there there is that energy in you sometimes where it's like it's not judgment, it's discernment. And there's the balance in the force where it's like, no, that's actually happening. 
has nothing to do with judging him. He's actually doing some of these things, right, with the with the accounts. So it's like there's a fine line and balance there. And I think you did a good job of talking about that right there, Alice. And I would say you do have Thank to you. get it out. You have to get out these things that that's the truth, not the the over judging of assuming of what other things might be going. On. The truth is needs to be getting out, and then you have to get back out of that mode of saying now keep going, keep judging him, and keep judging yourself, or back and forth. It's like oh no no no, now you need to get into sage as they say in positive intelligence so um i would recommend always looking for that as well but that's what i was hearing from when i was hearing from allison it's, it's beautiful so best of luck with you if you want to check that out that might help too don't have to you have a lot on your plate anyway go go with uh focusing on finding out what it is in the relationship not trying to fix it but trying to find out what's going on um and uh yeah be honest with those things vulnerable like alice was talking about you need to get you need to say those things then maybe he is asking for it. Maybe that's part of his way of saying that. Anyway, um, great question. Thank you. Um, ready for a question here? I am, <laughs> always. I'm a 25-year-old woman, and I believe that I messed up my sexual triggers from when I was a teenager using online chats. I don't know if you had similar experiences, but growing up, I used to spend many hours online. I was about 12 years old when I first touched myself, I had many male friends during that period, and they were always talking about they, they touching themselves with me. And I kind of felt like I wanted to do that as well. Um, the way they did wouldn't work for me, and I had no other girlfriends, which did it. And I always felt embarrassed to talk about the, it with them. So I started looking on the internet. I don't know. I, yeah. The way they did wouldn't work for me, and I had... Oh, okay. The way the guys were okay, so it looks like they were trying to touch themselves on camera. Oh. And the guys, it wasn't working for her, and she had no other girlfriends, which did it. And I always felt embarrassed to talk with them about it with other girlfriends. So okay, that makes sense. So I started looking. Meaning at the she was like mimicking the way the guys ah, were touching themselves, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. wasn't doing it for her. So she started looking for it on the internet. Yep, watching porn, okay. which helped okay. me get turned on. But when I found out about online chatting, this opened a whole new world for me because the interaction you get to have by talking with other people, creating a scenario, you telling what comes to your mind and then telling what, what they're wishing, it was very, very good for me. Now, currently I'm in a five-year relationship with this guy I love too much, who's 27. That's what she says. However, every now and love then I- Love too much. However, that's what she says. However, every now and then I miss this kind of virtual sex with with, uh, that I used to have on online chats. Me and him did a distance, long distance relationship for a very long time. And let's say that my needs for this online sex were pretty much fulfilled between the two of us. But now it's a year we're living together. And let's say that all the euphoria of having, euphoria of having sex all the time has now passed. And he's very busy and stressed from work and everything else. And consequently, losing a little bit of sexual appetite. So what... Uh, have you, any of you ever felt this addiction to online sex instead of actually physical sex? If so, how can I manage it? Uh, do you think it's a good thing to tell my boyfriend about these problems? If so, how do I do so without destroying my relationship? Um, I actually have been doing online chatting on the side without letting him know. Please let me know. Oh. oh. That, at the end, it was like, Too okay. Too late. I started. Okay. <laughs> um. uh, at the very end, it's like, slip that in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Al. Sorry. By the way, I'm already doing it without his yeah. consent. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. That's why it's like that's why I was like, well, you should talk to him about it. This is fun. You used to do it. And it's like, oh, that's what you mean while you're worried about By talking to him about it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. Well, 
first of all, you're not alone. Um, I find that, you know, one of the reasons I love that we do this show is because it's it's one of many sex positive outlets on there and in the world, I should say, like out on the multiverse, uh, web series, web casting, the whatever I don't know on the interwebs. That's what I mean to say. No, seriously. Soon to be uh, in the metaverse. I don't know. I no out there in the podcast land, out there in live streaming, you know, we're one of many, 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 many outlets that people can stumble upon to find a sex positive place where they can feel less alone. And so I just want to say to you, number one, you are not alone. It's sort of what you're asking in part of this question. Am I like weird for having this problem? No, you are not weird for having this problem. Uh, and no, it is not actually an, I don't really think it's an addiction. Um, there are a lot of sex therapists and therapists out there, uh, psychologists in the world who do not believe that sex can be an addiction. Um, I do believe that people can have a, you know, uh, desire to watch a lot of porn or watch a lot of TV or play a lot of video games or, you know, but it's, it's not like, it's not like doing drugs. It does release chemicals in your brain, but I, I don't think that what you have is an addiction. I think it's a desire. I think it's a thing you enjoy doing and you, you see it as an addiction because you think it's wrong and you think that you need to deny yourself of it. So you call it something other than a desire. You call it an addiction. Mm -hmm. um, the truth is what you said. You didn't say like I was way more satisfied when my boyfriend was far away and we were doing all this stuff online. What you said was everything was fine for a year while he was living here and we were, you know, face to face. Everything was great. But now he seems less interested. And that is a very different thing than I'm not satisfied with mm -hmm. being with somebody in person. I only want online. That's not what you're telling us. So mm. let's let's reverse this. Let's let's walk it back a little and say like a nothing is wrong with you b you have some fun desires c you're hoping you're wondering if maybe there's a world in which you can explore these desires honestly and not feel like you're betraying your partner i'm sorry to say you've already gone ahead and done it without being open with him about it so that's problematic you are going to have to deal with that you're going to have to either deal with that with your conscience if you continue to keep the lie, which I don't recommend. It, it is a thing you could do, though. Um, I don't know your relationship. I'm not going to assume that you coming clean to him will make it better. Um, but I do think that moving forward, absolutely 100%, you need to get his consent or you need to end that relationship and find somebody who is fine with that. Um, because living that lie, you're already asking this question now, living that lie for the next, you know, 30, 40, 50, however many years you feel like being together, if you decide to have it last that long, which honestly, I think if you're, you're hiding this from him will not last that long. Um, you know, you're just going to be miserable and unhappy and I don't want that for you. So, uh, I really think the best thing for you to do is to talk with him about this sooner than later. If you're able to come clean about it with him, I think that's a better option, but you know, your relationship better than I do. And I'm going to let you gauge that one. Um, as for talking with him about this, I don't, you have nothing to lose. You're already unhappy to the point of, mm -hmm. of stepping out. 
of um, looking for your um, satisfaction elsewhere. And I think you need to be honest with him about what's going on. I think you need to be honest with him about the fact that you're missing a key ingredient in your life satisfaction, which is sexual interest from him. And if you can't get that from him on a regular basis, be real honest with this. Say to him that you would like to get it elsewhere and that you're fine to get it online. You know, you're actually, uh, you know, he might actually find it better that you're willing to get this online mm -hmm. from safe people that you're never going to see, mm -hmm. that you can chat with, that you can have these, you know, sexual fantasies with on the side. It's like being poly, but without the risk of having STDs. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like having consensual non-monogamy or an open relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're not really actually, it's not even so much poly, like you're not actually like in love with these other people. You're just having like a fun fantasy online with them. He might find that way more acceptable than you saying, hey, honey, can we open our marriage? So I just, or our relationship, it doesn't sound like you're married yet. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say like, before you take this relationship any further, please don't, um, make sure that you have an honest, open conversation with him about your desires and what you truly need. And if he's not able to let you have that or to fulfill that himself, you're going to need to look for another partner. And I know it's hard because you've been together for a long time and you did the long distance thing. But if you're already unhappy enough to at this point be stepping out, uh, you need to be honest with yourself about what you really need because it's just not going to work in the long run. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I love that. I, I love that part where you're talking about how it could be something like, you know, an open thing, especially since he even acknowledged um, that he's very busy right now and you're in trying to think of reasons why the sexual interest is going down with work and stuff. It's ramping up where it's like, I think a detriment to us is we think it's like we get locked in and, and want it to go like an autopilot, just like that, where it's like, oh, I can live with that. And then when it, when it shifted because of his work or whatever reason, then it's like, wait a second, it's panic time. It's like, no, no, these shifts are going to happen. The beauty of actually always finding a partner you can communicate with and not being scared to actually face the truth of every relationship where things like this can happen and it might not be something that he's not interested. Again, you even said so yourself, it might be that he's busy with work. So what's the problem with communicating and saying, yeah, he's totally cool with it going to you seeking out online. But then one day he might like come back and say, hey, I got used to my job or I'm doing this. Now I'm back into this. I can actually be of service even more now. And I'm interested again, like I always was, but there's something in the way. And then that change can freak people up. It's like, oh, you lied to me. You said I could do online stuff. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. These are just the changes of reality. So I think a detriment to us is locking in is what I'm trying to say and not accepting the changes that we all have in everyday life and in our relationship. And that's the beauty of being able to communicate with your partner is to live through those changes together where there might be those peaks and valleys of, yeah, he doesn't mind you doing that, do it there. And then later he might be back and then you're going to be like doing everything together again. And then maybe it's, you know, who knows? And, and being able to talk to your partner about these things is really good. Interesting thing is also like, what I was getting when you started, Alice, is beautiful with uh, one of my biggest pet peeves. So I catch it all the time. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like blaming something else like the sex or like my partner's sex drive or, oh, it's not my partner's sex drive. It's fine, but he's working hard. So that must be the problem instead of facing what it is. Or and also the jump to it was blaming yourself, which is terrible. 
It's like, oh, no, I'm addicted to virtual or online sex. It's not good. I'm like, oh, no, no, that's... You're looking for the blame on something and shifting it to that when that has nothing... When you step out, there's nothing wrong with someone getting busy and their sex drive wanes a little bit. Maybe it'll be back later. There's nothing wrong with you enjoying online sex type. You know, that something that really turns you on. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, I think um, it was a great comment in chat saying, uh-oh, it might be addiction to uh, honeymoon phase type thing, right? And I, Could and, be. And it's the same thing where I think that's not a bad thing, just like a virtual or online sex liking that is not a bad thing but i think being like addicted to that dopamine rush of the mystery of and like excitement and then the shame even afterwards because it sounds like you're shamed of it and trying to blame that for that i'm like oh no there's that's the problem just like if in a honeymoon if i was addicted to okay i need to make sure that i have sex with my wife without ever even you know just like kind of just jumping in all the time like that can get you in trouble because it's not really safe. That's why we stay, stay stay sexy, stay safe. It's like, you know, if I started doing things that were really on her no-fly zone or, or really against her boundaries without ever even broaching it in a, in a nice way, then uh, that's a problem, right? So if that's the addiction you have, that dopamine rush of doing something like almost controlling, aggressive, or that you feel shame about later, that's a problem. But the virtual sex, the desire to be excited and enjoying the sex just like it was in a, in a, in a honeymoon or a new thing, that's not a problem at all. You, we all want good things in sex life and in relationship life. So I think, uh, yeah, find that thing that, you're, that you really are against. And again, um, don't, don't try to blame other things of like <laughs> virtual sex drive or it's my addiction i need to fix it this way or you know stuff like that i think it's going to be ebbs and flows in a lot of things and i hopefully you can find a partner that can go along with those ebbs and flows with you and i think that and maybe he is we don't know because you're not telling him yet so right yes yes that's the problem see. yeah you'll see if you can get there and we don't know yet and uh Best of luck. I know it's really hard when you already branched out without talking to him about it, but you know, we things, you know, things happen for a reason and and uh, this too shall pass. Best of luck uh, working on being open with your partner. Yeah, and I want to vamp a little bit uh to VK on something you said, you mm. know, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with being somebody who is quote unquote addicted to the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so funny. I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. It's so rare that people who are serial monogamists know that they are serial monogamists. And when you meet somebody who is like, nope, I'm a serial monogamist. I give those people props. You know, they may not be the standard. Those, those people who are like, yep, I can date somebody for a year or two and then it wears off and I want to find somebody else. Uh, you know what? I give those people props for knowing themselves well enough to admit that that's where they are in life. And if that's where you are in life and that's where you want to be, then that's fine. Uh, just be open and upfront with yourself and with others about it. I was confused. Serial monogamous. I want, uh, I, I, that is someone who can only be in monogamous Dates. relationships but just keeps doing that yeah like, shifting yeah, okay. from shifting. one one monogamous relationship to another okay, i dated I somebody okay. um a few years back who was brilliant and wonderful and uh he was a self-professed serial monogamist 
and I'm polyamorous. So we, we met at an intersection where it made sense. You know, he was fine with me, you know, having other partners because oh, he nice. knew that when I, when, when he was like, when he met someone else that he wanted to be serious about, he would leave yeah. me and go yeah, to yeah, them because yeah. he's a serial monogamous. Gotcha. So, oh, okay. um, it worked for about a year. And then he found somebody else he wanted to try something with. So he left me. And I got to say, like, I didn't love that. I'm not a big fan of what I call expiration dating when you know it's going to end when you start it. Mm -hmm. But it, that's what serial monogamists do. And if they're honest about the fact that that's what they are, I don't think there's a problem with it. Even if it's like uh, right now, I'm a serial monogamist. They, this is what I do. They know, you know what they want. And that's very sexy, yeah. actually, because it's like, oh, I want to be in a monogamous relationship that's what they're saying and they just haven't found the one that lasts however long they are actually planning on being in a relationship you know sometimes they that's the serial part where it's like oh no i don't want long relationships i just want serial monogamous ones so it's like yeah it's interesting but they they know what they want and it's it is usually a breath of fresh air even in those instances where you're not really uh a match that will last longer than a year obviously in that situation or or it could be shorter or longer but however long it lasts it's a breath of fresh air that you could communicate that and know what you both are and want, you know? Thanks for chat. Look away. Look anyway. Away. You got, if you want to um, check this out, you should have seen that. That was beautiful. Go on <laughs> youtube.com forward slash extend podcast. And lick that like, like button. Lick that like button. Lick that sub button. <laughs> and lick a friend. <laughs> tell, them, tell a friend. So, tell a friend. Tell a friend. <laughs> With a lick. So, yeah. uh, anyway, I have a really sweet question. I have, I have kind of a nasty question, a really sweet question. I think I'm going to go with the sweet one. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Let, yeah, let's go with the sweet. Okay. Who already had the sour? <laughs> My. Oh, sorry. My 28 year old wife. Uh, this person is 27 year old male okay. is a very funny and kind person. She loves talking to people and going out. We moved recently to another country and have a couple of friends that we talk to, but my wife is very lonely and she needs more friends. We've talked about mm. it together. It's really hard for her to have friends who call her to do things. And this is something that she's craving. She's working from home with the company that she used to work for in our other country. Hmm. So there aren't any coworkers for her to spend time with. Also, sometimes she considers some people to be my friend and not hers. When that happens, she, she has only a shallow friendship with them. Uh, so because of this, I avoid interacting too much with her friends because I'm concerned that I'll steal her friends and she'll have a more shallow relationship with them because she'll think that they're my friends. This actually happened once. I have some, I have some old school work acquaintances and college friends, but I don't spend a lot of extra time with them. But I was thinking about going out with them just to introduce my wife 
to increase her chances of finding friends, but because she sees these people as my friends and not hers, I'm really open for better ideas. <laughs> How can I help my wife find more friends? Sorry, I was, I love it. It was like the, this, this, there was another thing I was confused about. There was a part that he said that friends to call her to do things and she likes that. What was that about? I was kind of confused. It's hard. It's, I, I didn't understand this sentence okay. either. It's hard for her to actually have friends who call her to do things, but this is something that she's craving. Okay. Okay. I think mean, meaning like she doesn't have any friends right now who are calling her to do anything is, is what I guess. Gotcha. Okay. This means. Well, moving first, is hard. Moving is hard. First thing that comes to this, mind, you are very sweet. It's a sweet right, couple and you're very caring right. of each other. But sometimes when you go to the negative of thinking things like trying to not make a mistake that you've done before, maybe, or trying to not do things like that and trying to control friendships, trying to control a friend, who a friend is, trying to control who my friends are, their friends are. I need to be able to do this because last time I messed up and I stole a friend. It's like all I would say, how about you just be you and let the friends come to you? Um, I think that's true friendship that you've had in the past. And I think uh, it's a misunderstanding of you you taking credit or your your wife taking credit for that you made those things friendships. Well, no, it's actually you were being you and that's how you found your friends. I think that's the truth, to be honest. And the problem here is thinking that you can actually control your friends, control your friendships, control that and control that thing within the marriage where let it go let go be you guys because you guys are obviously caring about each other you're so hurt that you stole one of the friends before that you're really this to this point of thinking of doing that and and that's where i would say try to let that go uh first now i know how hard it is i wasn't in the beginning i thought it was because of a language because you said new country but you didn't mention any communication issues right because they moved to a different country is that what they said yeah they did move okay. to a different country but I, they've said nothing about language issues it's just yeah. that she's working for her old Remote. job yep. and co-workers in the other yep. country so the yep. co-workers are all elsewhere exactly and so I think uh, you might, and again, it might be sometimes jumping to conclusions that, ah, my wife, my wife is sad because of no friends, but it could be a lot of things when you move to a new country. It could be homesickness and you might have tapped into it by saying, oh, it must be because she can't be with her coworkers too. Yeah, that's true. So what if it's, that's the sadness and it's not like she desperately needs to go and spend a lot of time finding new friends right now to replace the co-workers that she can't be next to anymore it might be just latent things from that we don't know that either and unless she's always coming to you saying i'm i want to try to find friends or it's because i'm the reason i'm sad or or irritable right now is because of my friends so definitely check that too because i wasn't sure about that uh and see talk to her about that um but i think again the main thing the main issue i would say to be wary of is trying to control the situation trying to guide your wife into friends or guide or herd the friends that you think that are appropriate to her to be friends to her without you ever getting involved either because you're saying i'm scared if i get involved with people who are friends i might steal her from her and i don't want her being around my friends too much because i don't want her to steal them from me because then she'll feel bad about it. it's like wow okay let go of the control here and trust in the fact that you both are freaking awesome people who already have good Aww. friends and you'll naturally find people I, I take it from someone who moved to another country about five years ago and this is uh, language barrier is a big thing where they will you know you naturally just exploring your life in this new country in this new situation you will find the friends by being you 
and don't worry about the stealing. You can't steal a friend because that's like slavery. They make the choice of who they want to like and who they want to actually spend time with. If that friend was more acquainted for you than your wife, that will happen over time and it's not nothing to do with only, it's not like you're stealing them. It's that the choices you all make. The thing, the way to make sure it's not stealing in, in those ways is again, the communication with your wife about this. When that happens, or if you're if it's starting to you're getting those feelings again, how about you bring up with your wife and don't do it in a oh my god, don't do it in the negative. Uh, I, I'm uh, I'm stealing this friend from you, aren't I? Don't do that. Say like, hey, isn't that interesting with that friend that was th that used to be you know hanging out with you all the time, but they're always talking with me and talk to your wife about it like that, and then 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 you guys can come up with something together to say yeah, that's interesting, and you'll know if she's actually sad or angry about it that they're hanging out with you more than them, or not, or or you can do group friendship hangouts who knows they're going to be different for each person but I th i'd say get out of that mindset of trying to control the relationship other people <laughs> and and your wife and yourself of like i i control who's the friendships get out of that and i think you'll find your way that's what i'd say that's really good advice i'd also just add uh i have nothing to to counter but just to add um you know, I know it can be very difficult to make friends in a new place. And it does sound like the two of you have spoken about this together. So it sounds like the, the door is open for you to, to, to suggest things and try some things with her. And if she's told you already that she's lonely, um, you know, I don't think it's bad for you to try to help. I think it's very sweet. Um, so here are a couple of other suggestions. Um, you can try finding out what really, like, well, you probably know what a lot of her interests are. Um, but if you don't know what all of her interests are, see if you can find out some more of them. See if you can find some local groups or local communities that you guys can get involved in. Um, maybe you find a new interest between the two of you. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you go to a local... Maybe learn how to play chess together or learn how to roller skate or I don't know, something random uh, that that your community has that the two of you maybe don't know how to do and you might enjoy doing it together and go and learn and be around other people and meet other people. Maybe they're, maybe she's interested in politics. You can get involved in local politics together. Maybe she's interested in bowling and you could join a league. Maybe, you know, I don't really know. Maybe she wants to do a book club and you can encourage her to, to join a book club. Um, I don't know if, if you've got meetup.com in your country, but Corn sometimes hole. you can find- That's a good game. For, for, sorry, fine, sorry. fine, cornhole. Uh, <laughs> if you're in Canada, you could do um, curling, you know. Curling, I mean, yeah. Whatever, whatever works where you are. Find something fun. And if she doesn't have any specific interests, make one together. Gives, and, and if you don't both love the thing you try, try something else, you know, like it's okay. Go out and meet people. If you're religious, go to church. If you're whatever, find some communities mm. that you can go and branch out into and meet some people. Um, there are some online ways to do that. There's a cool app called Lunch Club where you can meet people, but you know, honestly, it sounds like she's craving in-person interaction. So I'm going to just say whatever is around mm. wherever you happen to be, find something that she can do to get involved, to meet some people. You'll awesome. have a good time. Mm -hmm. I love it. Curl, you know, having sex on a curling table or whatever they call it, that'd be pretty sick. 
curling table. I thought it's it was on table. ice. It is. I know. Oh, it'll be fun. Have you had okay. sex on ice? I mean, you I don't like... have to answer, but like, I don't think I've had sex on ice before. No, I no. But it. now you just you just put something on my bucket list, right? That's what I'm thinking. Curling. Which start is, with curling. Which is great because floor. if I do, if I tried to do like Mile High Club, oh I'd just goodness. get fired. So like, I'm uh, maybe ice yeah, exactly. is a better <laughs> yeah, idea. Yeah, ice is better. Yeah. yeah, on the ground. No, wait. You 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 were talking about it. Uh, you said the app and stuff. Um, there's one that I would recommend when I moved to Japan here. I used it, and it's so it's international. I know that it's called. I think it's a meetup. I think it's what it's called, meetup.com. So meetup. I, you're actually yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to like you're actually trying to meet yeah. in face to face. It was like a an English and Japanese exchange program where you get to meet both foreigners um, who are studying or working or living here in Japan now, and they they want to like exchange languages. And you basically get in a big group, and there's a bunch of Japanese people who are learning English and Japanese and back and forth, and uh, yeah, stuff like that. And that's one example in a new country if there's a language thing. But you can also definitely go to things like bowling, curling, cornhole, lovely games, all lovely games. Um, and uh, I think I was looking for like a, what's it called, like improv places cornhole. too. Like you could do, you could oh, both yeah. do improv together. That'd be insane. Look for an improv class together and be a... Yes, and... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and... Go on. You could do sculpture or, I don't know, anything. Maybe you end up, like, learning how to make furniture with a group of people. I, just whatever you do, make sure that you are opening up your conversation to the other people in the group. If you take a cooking class, just don't don't make yourself your own little click, you know? Open it up and introduce yourself to people. It could be a really fun time. Mm, love it. Well, we have gone the full hour. Ooh, we can, amazing. Thank you so much for amazing. being everybody. Sexy yes, times. thank you so much. YouTube.com forward slash 610 podcast. And thanks for these beautiful questions. We really appreciate y'all. Mm -hmm. And chat and uh, anyone who's listening, keeping us strong. Send in your questions. We have uh, 610 love at gmail.com. Don't forget. Don't forget. We really would love for you to record a voice memo if you want. Oh, yes. But we're happy to read your question. Yes. Oh, that'd be oh. cool. Oh, he's ready for it. Mm. You know what? I should just I should just ask a question and do like a silly voice myself. Not silly, but like make it make it try do my best to make it not sound like me. That'll be fun. <laughs> it won't be fun. I have to ask maybe a family or friend to do it. <laughs> I can't answer my own question. <laughs> That's why I have the question. But yes, do so. Send it in. Sexy time. Dlove at gmail.com. And of course, we have patreon.com as well. Uh, if you really want to go the extra mile, become a sexy time subscriber. We like to call you lovers. Be our lover, please. And uh, thanks again to our talk. amazing uh, It's Koala and Monster J for continuing on your sexy shout out sponsor levels. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically, our dungeon master, Monster J. We're so appreciative of you uh, always regardless of your patronage, but we are grateful for your patronage as well, as well as our one D live um, subscriber as well. We are grateful for you over there too. Um, if anybody wants to join us in pillow talk or you just want to support the show or you want to um, 
sponsor a friend yeah. or you want to have us read content. We actually were practicing our Harry Met Sally scene for practicing all of it. our patrons. We're so excited mm. to do it soon. Uh, yeah, if you want us to do your bidding, there are so many things you can choose to have us do if you go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash sexy time. Is it sexy time podcast? Sexy time podcast. It is sexy time podcast slash sexy time podcast. There you go. I know what these are. Uh, or you can go to youtube.com slash sexy time podcast. If you just want to find our awesome show or you can go to, uh, you can still go to dlive.tv slash sexy time. If you want to subscribe there, you can do that too. Um, we're, we're agnostic about where you mm. find us, where you hang with us, how you support us. We're just so grateful to have you here. We hope that we are supporting you in your sex positive, beautiful relationship journeys. Uh, we're just grateful for you all, really, especially those of you who come spend time with us yes, thank and give you us so some much. feedback. Don't forget to give us those positive reviews on Apple Podcasts oh, if yeah, you haven't had Apple a chance Podcast. to do it. We'd be eternally grateful that you would help someone else find mm. our awesome show. I love it. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and watching. Until next time, stay sexy, stay safe. And don't get caught in public. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexytimepodcast. It is always a pleasure to see you there. If you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us, be sure to tap that share button and spread the love. Join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time. Until next time, this is the Mistress of Ceremonies sending her love. Stay sexy.